the Growing Towards God podcast. Here on Growing Towards God, we talk about ways to grow spiritually and hear how God has been working in people's lives. My name is Virginia, and I'm so excited that you're here today. Thank you for listening. So now let's get to the good stuff. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year 2024. So exciting. Welcome back to the Growing Towards God podcast. I hope you've all had a great day and fun time celebrating the new year. Today we're going to talk about some New Year's resolutions and just the pressure that is sometimes there every January. Um, yeah, that maybe you've felt before and don't know how to navigate. Um, yeah, and I think in today's world, there's such a pressure and emphasis on like the new year, new me. Putting all these hopes and all these expectations on this new year and all this personal change that you're going to go through and whether that's, you know, conquering gym goals, which I feel like is the most common or kind of cliche goal that you hear, but you know, it's still very valid and important, you know, but people start off with such big goals. You know, it's a new start, a new whatever, but by the end of the year, when you haven't checked off anything on your list, it becomes like an, oh, wow, I suck. I didn't do any of those things that I intended to do. Wow. I'm awful. I cannot set goals. And it really puts a damper on yourself and I feel like it leads to lower levels of self-confidence and feelings of like shame and unworthiness. And I know for me that has happened in the past where I just write things I want to attain and I just revisit them at the end of the year, but I haven't actually followed through with any of them and kept up on any of my goals at all. So I literally forget what I put on there and just end up not making any progress towards something that I did want at some point. So. I kind of just wanted to give some tips on setting realistic New Year's resolutions. And one thing that I've been thinking about is, like, setting heart goals instead of, like, physical goals and things that you can't really control. Like, focusing on yourself and the way that you respond to situations and um, process things and things like that. So a couple I thought of were, like, the way that you react to conflict. You know, whether that's, like, thrashing out and, like, yelling at someone. Or it's, like, just shutting down and not confronting at all. Um, things like that. But finding a better way to, um, to tell people how you've been hurt and seek to be reconciled to them. Um, yeah, and engaging in hard conversations instead of running away. You know, that's something that's really hard for a lot of people because people don't want to make other people upset and feel bad you know, which, like, is understandable, but I think God calls us all to live in peace with one another as far as it depends on us. I've had my share of things I've done wrong, um, and maybe haven't apologized for, um, and also things that, like, that hurt, so I need to talk to you about it, stuff like that, but choosing to take steps towards each other when it's hard is definitely a big one, and I think for most people, they can relate to that, too, but in the Christian world, like, that's what we're called to do, to live with people, even if we don't like them or we have disagreements. But I digress. Um, a couple other things that I thought of for like heart goals and things that you can control is like, you know, working out. That's pretty generic. Um, but like eating better and like another one that I might try is like memorizing scripture. I feel like I know a lot of common verses and like really popular ones, but I want to memorize something that like I feel like God puts on my heart. So anyways, I think that big goals are really great, 
but only if you have little goals to go with them. So like an example of a big goal could be to like get in shape and then have a couple smaller goals such as like talking to a personal fitness instructor or like researching and trying different kinds of workouts, getting a gym membership, working out once a week for a few months, then bumping it up uh, to a different frequency once you're used to being consistent. Taking smaller steps will help you attain your larger goals. And I think that goes for anything. It's just a good way to set yourself up for success and to accomplish things, which is the whole point of a New Year's resolution. By this time next year, to be different or to have something change. And I think that this can be really hard when you are like comparing with your friends or like comparing yourself to others. Wow, look at her. She's so fit. I'm so jealous. Like when she's been consistent and enjoys working out intensely for years, like everyone's a different person and everyone's on their own journey and their own path in life. So what works for others may not work for you. And what works for you might not work for the person next to you. And that's totally okay. You are not the person next to you or the influencer you see on social media. You are you and that is perfect. I have a couple of verses that I wanted to read to just like emphasize this. Um, the first one is Psalm 8, 3 to 4. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them? human beings that you care for them. You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. Isaiah 64 verse 8 says, Yet you, Lord, are our Father. We are the clay, you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. And then Psalm 100 verse 3, Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Yeah, so like God literally just loves you so much and cares about you and cares about all the little details and he made you the way that he made you. So own that and don't don't hate yourself for that. I feel like it's it's just so sad to me to think that like people people don't like the way that they look or the way that they were created to be. You are not created to be someone else. You're created to be you. Like take care of that and steward yourself and take care of yourself, but don't hate yourself for being the way that you are made to be. That just makes me always really sad. Setting reminders for keeping yourself accountable is also another big part of goals and setting goals and, and being successful and following through for yourself. And something I'm going to try this year is doing like regular check-ins probably like every month, either like the end of the month or the beginning of the month, just to like sit down with myself and reassess the goals that I made for the year and like check in on my progress and see like okay like this is something that I wanted to do this year like is this still what I want to do is some has this goal changed stuff like that and like oh have I done it okay check have I not done it okay maybe I need to spend more time working on this and making little goals um yeah and so I think that like that keeps yourself accountable but also like sharing in with someone too can help you be accountable so, like, having having an accountability partner. Maybe share a few of your goals with some different people and, like, work on them together. Maybe you ask your friends what their resolutions are and, like, see if you guys have any in common and that you can be encouraging to one another in. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to do that, to, like, maybe memorize scripture with a friend or someone. 
yeah, so that's kind of, like, my ideas that I had on, like, New Year's resolutions and, like, good ways to actually follow through for yourself this year if you haven't ever done that before. Um, but I also wanted to just share, like, a couple little traditions that I kind of started, um, last year and for a little while. But, yeah, one thing that I did for 2023 was I picked a word to start the year. Not even to start the year, to, like, I just picked a word for the year and I, like, had it, I looked at, I, like, looked at it every day and kind of prayed about it and stuff, but I'll kind of explain a little bit more. So, yeah, I would say, like, take the first week of January to, like, brainstorm some options and then, like, pray about each one every day. I'd say maybe, like, three to four words is a good amount. And, yeah, when you're picking words, don't just pick, like, random ones, but think of, like, a few reasons for the word or, like, what it means to you or, like, how you want it to characterize your year, stuff like that. And so, like, as you do this, ask God to reveal what word he wants you to live by this year. And, like, think about it, too. Don't just let it be a God direct me. I want to hear your voice, your loud, booming voice speak to me. Don't do that. But, like, genuinely consider what you want to change about your life and, like, tell God these things. He wants to hear them and I found that when you tell God what's on your heart, he will encourage you and your burden becomes a lot lighter. Yeah, so after a week of, like, praying over these words, like, pick one of them, like, you get to choose, and I would suggest setting a daily reminder on your phone of your word for the year. It's something that you, like, check off every day and you look at and you're reminded of. For 2023, my word was freedom, and every day at, like, 9.15 a.m., this message popped up in my reminders. It said, I'm choosing to live in freedom that whatever happens, happens for a reason and that God is good. So I kind of made it into like a little sentence and like almost like an affirmation, but you're speaking truth to yourself. So I think that that's fine. Yeah, so that's kind of an example of the reminder that helps you center and remember each day what you've talked to God about. Um, And I think like having something to physically check off was super helpful for me. So maybe you're like that too. And that would work for you. And a fun little tradition that I started, I think it was in middle school. I can't quite remember, but I started writing a letter to my future self. And I can't really remember why I started doing it or like how I heard about it or whatever, but it just became a tradition for me to write about things that happened this year and like talk about some hopes I had for the next year. And it's now always something that I look forward to doing, and I do it, like, on more than one occasion. And it's just fun to remember what stage of life you were in and, like, what was important to you when you had previously sat down and wrote it. Um, And so what I usually do is I write a letter on December 31st to be opened the following December 31st. Um, And then on December 31st, I open the letter that I opened from the past year. Yeah, so for example, like, this year I opened the letter that I wrote December 31st, 2022, and then I wrote a letter to be opened December 31st, 2024. Yeah, and so some of the things that I write about are, like, big things that happen, good and bad, highs and lows, and then, like, I'll say who my friends are, my favorite color, favorite song, things like that. It's just kind of a cool way to reflect and um, keep track of, like, how things may have changed, and... I always enjoy it, so maybe this is a new tradition that you could start for yourself. And I just wanted to say that, like, God cares about your New Year's resolutions and your goals, and 
um, the word that you might set for this year and like how you want to change. He cares about that and wants you to grow closer to him. And I just want to encourage you to bring him into them and he wants to be involved. And I think a lot of the time we think, oh, God knows everything. He already knows what I want. So then we don't take time to actually tell him things. And like the point of bringing things to God is not to update him. Like he already knows. It's for us. It's for us to let go of our burdens and to give them to God and ask for guidance and strength and um, to be in a relationship with him. You know, if you don't tell someone that you're like in a relationship with something, like you can't just expect them to know it. You know, obviously that person isn't God, but like you, you still have to communicate. God doesn't need us to talk to him, but he wants us to because he values a relationship with you. He's a personal God, not just a distant being that is inactive and just stands by. And I wanted to just read a couple more verses about that. Luke 12, 24. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable are you than birds? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? And so it's just like, God cares about you so much. And I guess I laugh because it's like, how many times do I, I think that he doesn't care? Or I'm like, God, how is this going to work out? And I like doubt, you know, and like he comes through for me every time. But I do get it. It's hard, like in the moment to be like, God, I trust you. And like, I know you will take care of me, you know, because I think we think God is like people sometimes. And sometimes people aren't trustworthy and they're not reliable, but God is not a person. He is a perfect heavenly father that cares about you. And another verse that I wanted to read is Psalm 139. It's kind of popular, so you might you might have heard it before. Um, but it's a really good one. So Psalm 139. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. So that's verse 1 to 4. Yeah, there's just, like, such security in being known. And, like, this is a psalm of David, and so David is talking about how he desires for God to know him. Um, and there's a certain part of us, like, that we have to let God know us. We have to let ourselves be known by God, by, like, telling him things and, like, not just things that are going on in your life, but, like, how you feel about things and, like, your thoughts and, like, what you want and your hopes and dreams. And, um, yeah, just, like, by doing this, you just surrender yourself um, to the way that he wants things to go. Um, which I've really found that as I'm, like, crying out to God and I'm, like, please don't let this happen or stuff like that, that I'm more comforted and I'm okay with the thing that I didn't want to happen happening. So I would say maybe one of your resolutions this year could be to be more honest with God. You know, he can handle your, all of your feelings, you know, way more than like people can. And, you know, and he knows your feelings and Jesus relates to your feelings. I hope that these tips help you in your goal setting and New Year's resolutions and that you actually set intentions with God for a year to grow closer to him. And like, let me know if you try out any of the suggestions and how they work for you. I'm always interested in connecting with you listeners and hearing your perspectives.
Yeah, so I guess to recap, like, setting yourself up for success and setting some goals with sub-goals encourages you to make progress and keeps yourself accountable. I know it's so hard to let life just, like, go by and forget about the things that you once cared about, but if you care about them, take action in them. And if you're like me and you like reflecting and setting intentions, then try talking to God about a word for your year and write a letter to yourself about how you hope to change and don't just say these things. Show up for yourself and commit to doing them. Like, you can do it. I believe in you. It's hard, but you can do it. And ask God for strength to do these things. You know, even if they're hard. He will give you strength. Anyways, <laughs> enjoy your first week of 2024, and I'll catch you on next week's episode. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you took something meaningful away from this discussion and know that God loves you so much and desires a personal relationship with you. If you'd like to stay up to date with episodes, follow me on Instagram at growingtowardsgodpod and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Before I go, I'd like you to take this benediction into your life and let the Lord's goodness empower you today. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Have a great rest of your day and catch you next time on the Growing Towards God podcast.